What's up, everyone? Hello, and annyeong hasil to all my K-pop peeps out there. Let me introduce myself once again. My name is Denise, and you are listening in to my podcast called That K-Pop Talk. And this is where every week I bring you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. I'm so excited to be with you here today. Today's July 28, 2023. And I do have an announcement to make. Um, as of August 29th, the Stitcher app and website will discontinue operations. That means if you are listening in on Stitcher, all of the podcast channels, not just my podcast, but all of the podcast streaming channels will be shut down at that time as they are discontinuing the podcast sector of Stitcher. Um, what does this mean for you? You can go to any of the streaming service and personally, I'm talking about for me, you will find me there. I am on all the streaming platforms. Trust me, I am. I know. <laughs> so so if you want to go to Apple or to uh, Spotify or to iHeart or to Amazon or to Google or to Pandora, you know, Overcast, any of those platforms, you will find that K-pop talk. So I just want to let you guys know that. Um, I have discontinued my YouTube for the time being. Um, right now, I'm just focusing on my um, my audio streaming platform because it is growing. And so I'm going to pay more attention to this. And then maybe down the line, I'll go back to um, YouTube. I'm thinking about um, doing YouTube Lives. If you guys want me to start doing YouTube Lives and talking about um, the K-pop industry, um, please let me know. You can send me a message via email at thatkpoptalk at gmail.com or just shoot me a DM on my Instagram because and it's under the same um, name, that K-pop talk. So um, without further ado, please do not forget to click like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you would love to support and help keep this podcast channel going, there is a link that you can click on in the description box for that as well. Okay, you guys, so sit back and relax. K-pop news is coming up next, and I have some news for y'all. And um, here we go. That K-pop talk is starting now. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time to get started with K-pop news. And um, I just want to um, start this news segment off by bringing to attention the use of AI in an unauthorized sense. Um, I was on YouTube and I thought I saw Sugar do a challenge, a dance challenge. And the more I kept looking at this, the more I kept saying, this is not Sugar. It was a dancer and he had Sugar's likeness in his face. It was a use of AI. So I looked up the channel. The channel's called Fantreon, F-A-N-T-R-E-O-N on YouTube. And I started scrolling through their short videos, their video shorts, and I come across a lot of these K-pop artists on these dancers' faces as AI. And it's very disturbing. There's one with um, Jin and J-Hope, um, dancing a mashup to AT's Bouncy, and it's not them. And the only reason why this AI gave it away is because I know J-Hope is taller than what that dancer um, is portraying him to be in the short video. Now, if this was bluntly like, you know, um, trying to act like they're J-Hope or Jen, and you could see that it's really not them, that would be something different. Like if it was like an edit, right? But this is too close. Like you really cannot tell us AI unless you know what to look for, right? And I'm like, why? First of all, I know they did not have permission to do this, right? They are taking their likeness from these K-pop artists and they're putting it on these dancers and you really cannot tell the difference. I saw one of New Jeans on there and if you didn't know it was AI, you would have thought it was really New Jeans or Twice or any member of BTS. You guys, this is frightening. So what I personally did was I contacted BitKit um, through a website because I didn't know how to contact. And I, I went to an army website um, and they were telling it tells you how to 
report um, for BTS, how to report if there has been a social media violation um, or infringement of using their likeness without their permission. And so I contacted the email is protect at bighitmusic.co.kr. That is the email. And I let them know about this Fantreon on YouTube website, right? Um, and if you guys want to help out, uh, please go to the Fantreon. Um, that's the name of the channel on YouTube and look at what I'm talking about and um, report that also to Big Hit because without numbers, they may not act on it. They may or they may not see it. I don't know because I know they probably get a lot of emails, but only report the violation. Don't go into talking about I want to talk to BTS or talking about how much you love BTS. This email is strictly for violations of social media or the use of BTS in media without BTS's permission. So again, that's protect, P-R-O-T-E-C-T at Big Hit Music, which is B-I-G-H-I-T-M-U-S-I-C dot C-O dot K-R. That is the email to report um, this particular channel on YouTube. And it's frightening, you guys. It's pretty scary. My daughter is part of SAG After here in America, and um, she's part of the union. You guys hear me often say she's in the industry. And they are striking right now, and she's affiliated with the WGA. And you guys, you know, part of the reason why they're striking on the SAG after side as, you know, entertainers and actors is because of the likeness of AI. They're fighting for compensation and also for limited use of their AI likeness, according to each contract. So um, I'm not sure if South Korea has any type of limitations. But I'm pretty sure when it comes to celebrities um, in the industry, because they're already strict on how they see their K-pop artists in South Korea, I'm pretty sure they just don't want anybody on YouTube, you know, showing their likeness in this manner. And it's not even them. I looked at one of the ones with New Jeans, and I can tell by the size of these dancers and by the height of these dancers, it wasn't New Jeans. And I know how New Jeans dance. And if you guys are a true bunny, which is their fandom, you guys will know that these aren't these girls. They put these girls' faces on their bodies and acted like it was them. And it's very disturbing. Again, the channel is Fantreon, F-A-N-T-R-E-O-N, and that is on YouTube. If you guys happen to watch it and you like it, well, let me know. If you find that there's nothing wrong with it, let me know. Let me know your viewpoint. But for me, I think that it's a disservice to our K-pop artists because if we want to see a dance challenge, we would just go to their, their Instagram. They're the ones doing the dance challenge. Why do you have to repeat the dance challenge and act like you're them? Don't do that. If you want to see two artists do a dance challenge, then let them know you want to see such and such and such and such do a dance challenge. But don't do it yourselves because you're not the artist. And we know you're not the artist because true fandoms know true artistry. And we know if it's really the artist or not. And to me, if you want to repeat these challenges, then you need to do it and show your face. How about that? That's how I feel about it, you guys. They shouldn't be trying to use AI and act like they're these artists. And it's very disturbing to me. And I hope the management companies from South Korea, for all these K-pop artists, for all the, sorry, for all the K-pop artists from SM to JYP to, to Hybe to, you know, all of, all of the management companies, big or small, they need to really um, develop laws to protect the artists. So, People can't use their likeness all over the place because at some point we got to draw the line here. So I just got, wanted you guys to know about it. Again, it's called Fantreon, F-A-N-T-R-E-O-N on YouTube. If you can help me out here, um, I've already sent in my email. Write in, go look at the the e, the, um, the channel yourself so you can report your experience with it. And email Big Hit or any of the other management companies and let them know that you want these channels to be accounted for and held accountable for using their artist likeness on their website. I mean, in their in their channel. Okay, moving on, because I'm not going to give these people all my time because you know what? I brought awareness to it, but you know what? We got other things to talk about, like the artists, the real artists themselves. Okay, so let's move on. 
Let's talk about my girl's new jeans. Now, y'all know how I feel about new jeans. I've talked about them since they debuted last year. I kept predicting that these girls were going to take off. And you know what? That prediction has come true. I know a lot of people who's been following new jeans since day one. And I've been talking about for the past couple weeks since their album has been released. Um, have, you know, also followed their journey and people have also noticed too, the popularity is really growing on the Western side of the world with new jeans. Case in point, Grammy.com just did a, um, an, uh, an interview with them. And also Ryan Reynolds was featured, um, in social media and they, and people saw that he was listening to new jeans. So the popularity amongst the Western world and Western celebrities is growing. But we here at that K-pop talk, we already knew about new jeans. We knew about new jeans from the very beginning, right? Or when I actually started doing my podcast because they debuted last July and I did my podcast. I debuted on my podcast in December. So, but ever since I did my podcast, I let you guys know I love new jeans. And I've always said it. They are pioneers in their genre of what they do. And this is not going to be the last we're going to hear for them. But anyways, that's that's my little rant on new jeans. Let's talk about what they've been up to this week. So first of all, congratulations, new jeans, for hitting 400 million streams on Spotify for their song Ditto. Um, they have set a record um, for the second highest of all time for K-pop girl group on the first week of sales, which is 1 million point six five copies so 1.65 million copies um so congratulations to new jeans on that they have sold exactly if you want the numbers it's exactly 1,650,181 if you want to break it down for all you mathematicians and and um you know statisticians out there <laughs> so um that's exactly how many they have sold as of the the 28th um which is today actually um, and this is for the week of July 21st when the album first um, debuted to the 27th. So it's for that week um, that they sold this number of units. And uh, next they're going to perform, I think, because you guys know they've been doing their promotions and all the South Korean TV shows and they actually won a couple of them. So congratulations on that new jeans. But um, I was going to tell you guys where they're performing next. They're going to be performing, and I'm excited about this one, here in the United States at Lollapalooza on August 3rd. And that is coming up, what, one, two, three, four. That's coming up next Thursday, as a matter of fact. They're going to be in Chicago, and they're going to perform at 3 p.m. my time, 6 p.m. Chicago, uh, which is Eastern Standard Time for them. And I wonder if they're going to live stream it. They probably will, because I remember last year with... Um, Jack in the Box when J-Hope performed and when TXT performed, it was live stream. So you guys be on the lookout for that because they are coming to America. So um, congratulations for New Jeans and all your success so far. Okay, moving on. Talking about preparing for stuff. Um, IVE is preparing for an October comeback. So be on the lookout for that. They're going to aim for the first week. And um, I'm excited because IVE, you know, I love all their stuff they're doing. As you know, they did a collab. Oh, you guys, back that up a little bit. I forgot to tell you. You remember I was talking about all the collabs? For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, last week I was talking about how all the K-pop artists, um, well, a lot of the K-pop artists are doing these brand collabs. Um I forgot to mention New Jeans out of all the collabs they're doing because you, you guys know they did the collab with Powerpuff and um, they're doing, they did the collab with Coca-Cola. That's what started the trend of the K-pop artists doing the collabs. Um, they did the Coca-Cola song. Well, I forgot to tell you when they did the ETA song, the collab in that was with Apple. It was with the iPhone because they shot that video entirely on iPhone with the help of some um, accessories, of course, to help with the phone lens and also with, you know, the um, stabilization of the camera. But it was shot 
on the iPhone itself. And so with that being said, they are collabing with Apple with that. And before some of the videos, the K-pop videos, you will see the commercial of ETA and the commercial collab with Apple iPhone. So I just want to let you guys know about that. Okay, so fast forwarding it now back to IVE. You remember IVE also had a collab that came out with Pepsi. So that was their latest thing that they had put out a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about the collab. So to have them announce a comeback for October, I am on it, you guys, because I love all their songs from their last comeback that they did. So look out for them in October and Treasure had prepared for a comeback this whole week to like... Like I said, today is July 28th, and today they came out with their their video called Mona Mona, and also on top of that, um, their album came out today. Their reboot, they're calling it a reboot of Treasure, and I must say, I do like this Treasure better than the old Treasure, right? YG got it right this time, so... Um, I am so happy for Treasure that they finally found their niche, so to speak. Um, and I mean, niche, sorry. Um, my mouth is getting parched again, but um, my niche, um, not my niche, their niche. But um, I know that, you know, this has been a long time coming. Do you guys remember, I forgot his name, but when Baby Munster was going through their their um, audition, their, their audition period, so to speak, um, and they were trying to figure out what girls they were going to keep. And you remember whoever that guy was that made the announcement of what girls were going to be in Baby Monster. That's the same guy who also made an announcement for um, YG on Treasure. And he was saying that he's he was repackaging the group. So this guy has... I don't know what his name is, you guys. I'm going to have to find out and on the next episode, let y'all know who he is. But he does a very good job packaging these artists. And he is so patient. He is so kind from what I can see. You know, I think he just has a gift for that because, you know, Treasure, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really did not like them when I first started getting into the K-pop game. And as you guys know, all I knew back in 2020, you guys hear me say this all the time. All I knew was BTS. That's all I knew. And I still love them because I'm an ARMY. But when I started venturing out and started learning about other K-pop groups, especially since I started this podcast, I've just never been a treasure person until now. I can respect Treasure and what they do now because they this reboot, they are so much more than what they were before. And I can honestly say that in all due truth of how I feel about them. So if you guys, you know, if you guys weren't Treasure people before, give them a chance now. Listen to their new music now. I forgot the name of the last song they had out before this when they had just those five guys. But even then, you know, the five guys that they had before this reboot album, it was pretty good, that song that they had. So, you, I think it's called Move. Yeah, it was. It's called Move. I like that song. And so now I heard of their new video. I, I believe it's called Mona Mona. I'm going to talk more about it in um, the last segment of this podcast. But you guys, they, trust me, you guys go listen to their album. And I don't think you will be disappointed. Trust me. Um, moving on from that, let's talk about Blackpink. Because, you know, whatever Blackpink does, because you know Blackpink is in your area, <laughs> as, as they say, Blackpink in your area. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me shut up. <laughs> okay, don't make fun of my voice, y'all. Okay, I just want to talk about Blackpink's ability, like BTS, to just cause a, a a pandemonium in a good way y'all y'all remember last week i was talking about blackpink was going to start when not start they was going to do a limited edition um a limited edition of um merch at starbucks in nine countries and i said where the nine countries were at right well let me tell y'all what happened within three hours 
actually two hours and 50 something minutes. They sold out in all nine countries. Not only that, they sold out online in 25 minutes and Starbucks website shut down because of the traffic that was going into their website. That is crazy, y'all. They saw that that is in comparison to V when he got announced as Cartier ambassador, that $24,700 necklace he had on his neck sold out. It's like they're on that level. Like you or John John Cooks, you know Calvin Klein selling out. They're on that level like Blackpink and 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 BTS. Those two right there you get them to sign on for your company, you better make sure your company is prepared for what is about to come. And to me, Starbucks should have loaded up. <laughs> like, whatever they had in their, their warehouse, they should have tripled that. Because Blinks was coming. Blinks was coming. Soon as you said Blackpink, Blink is like, when, where, how, let me get my money together because I'm about to buy up everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why... This is Starbucks. Now, come on. You know how Blackpink is. And if you don't, you should have done your homework. Blackpink, we know Blackpink blinks are going to come for it. I don't know why Starbucks was not prepared. I really don't think they knew what they were going to get themselves into. Which alludes me to talk about, do these brands really know the impact of K-pop? I really don't think they know. I really don't think they understand the influence that the K-pop artist really has on the fandoms. If I was Starbucks and I knew that Blackpink was going to have a merch collab with me, trust me, I would make sure not only would all nine countries have the product in hand, I would have outsourced and make sure that everybody had it. You see what I'm saying? I would have made sure that it was stocked up I would have had a stock, a back stock for the back stock because that's more profitability in their pockets as well. That I'm just saying, y'all. They said that the that this limited edition will run through the end of August. What did I say on the last podcast? I know I keep mentioning the last podcast, you guys, but you guys need to listen to it. But anyways, that's my shameless plug, huh? But anyways, I'm just saying I said it, but I did say in the last podcast. I think it's going to sell out before the end of August. What they should have said is while supplies last, not until the end of August, because we all knew this was going to sell out way before the end of August. And look what happened in less than three hours. It sold out. Less than 25 minutes online, it sold out. And then, I'm I'm spicy on this podcast right now. I'm spicy. Like Espa said, I'm spicy. Let me tell y'all. They didn't even say it would be online. I didn't even know because the way they made it seem was like it was only in the nine countries. Also, did you guys know that Blackpink is the first K-pop group in 2023 to surpass 2 billion streams on Spotify? That's an amazing feat for this year. So congratulations to Blackpink for that as well. Now, now again, I'm not talking about all time because we all know BTS has that record, right? And it's way more than 2 billion. No, we're talking about for 2023 so far, that title goes to Blackpink for surpassing 2 billion streams on Spotify, the first K-pop group to do so. So congratulations for that. Okay, that wraps up. K-pop news coming up next is Bang Tang Boys, BTS news segment. Please do not go anywhere because it's coming up next and I don't want you to miss it. You guys already know we got to talk about your boy, John John Cook. Coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for BTS news and you guys already know where I'm going with this. John John Cook. So he is back in South Korea now, and he has announced that the promotions for Seven has wrapped. I know, I know you guys are sad, but John John Cook has been on that Weverse lately, and he's making up for the fact that promotions has wrapped. He's still giving us good content, and baby, is he giving us good content. Okay, so let's talk about John John Cook for a minute before we go on to the other BTS members. Okay, so... 
you know, he was on his V Live and um, someone was asking him, why did he make a dirty, quote, dirty version? And John John Cook was like, it's not dirty. You know, he's like, it's a clean version and explicit version. And he made both because the interpretations can vary with either, right? It's just something food for thought for, for Army and for, you know, the fans of the song. You know, he made both versions because he wanted to. And he then went on to say, I am not a little kid anymore. I'm paraphrasing now. But he's saying, you know, I was always looked upon as the youngest member of BTS. And people have a stigmatism or a stigma, not stigmatism, a stigma of people that are the youngest of any family, let alone BTS, that you're quote unquote pure and you're innocent and you're like childlike because you are the youngest. And that could be furthest from the truth because after all, he is a young man now. He's in his mid-20s. And he said he wanted to show a different side to him. And he definitely is doing that. And he's definitely letting us know he's not a young boy anymore. He is a man. And he is putting it out there that he is a man. So I can respect John John Cook for that. And if you don't like the song, you just don't listen to it. And if you don't like Seven at all, you just don't listen to Seven. That is your perspective. And that is, you know, your right to listen to what you want to listen to. But for those who like the explicit version, they're going to listen to the explicit version. Me personally, my opinion is I like the clean version because that's just my preference. I don't curse a lot. I don't curse really at all. And so I prefer the clean version because I, I don't curse. But there's some people out there that curse like a sailor and they love the explicit version. Well, have at it. If that's what you want to listen to, listen to it. And I think that's the reason why he did it. Something for everybody, right? And another thing, too, about John John Cook, he just wants to try different things. Um, we all know that John John Cook is like the wild child, so to speak, out of the bunch, you know. Um, and for those of you who don't know what wild child means, he's he's the one that's, that is willing to explore outside the norm, right? John John Cook is so impromptu. And he even said that. Um, as a matter of fact, there was a video that was released today. Today's July 28th when I'm filming this from a interview, an interview that he did when he was in America, in New York, doing his seven promotions. It's called the Audacity Check-In and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y Check-In. And it just got released today on YouTube. And if you listen to that interview, the interview kept asking him questions and, and, John John Cook was like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, paraphrasing. I don't know what to tell you, but I just did it. You know, he was saying that seven came as um, an impromptu thing. So you remember back in June when I was discussing whether or not Sports Chosun prediction that something was coming out on July 14th was true or not, because I was going off of the shareholders projections that these album is coming out in the third quarter which it is and then john john cook's album is coming out in the fourth quarter well when that july 14th announcement came it totally disrupted what we thought we knew right everybody thought the album was coming out july 14th and all he did was release a single and from that interview now i know why because john john cook said he wasn't doing much of anything. He was at home twiddling his thumbs and then Hitman Bong brought him this song. He was like, sure, I'll do it. That's basically what happened, you guys. The plans that the shareholders projected are still happening. The reason why I know that this may be true is because when that interviewer kept asking him about his album, he was tight-lipped on it. And he said to Army. When he asked him, is there anything you want to tell Army near the end of the conversation? He said, yes, please be patient. I, um, you know, I'm perfecting music right now. He's the type of person, you guys, that he doesn't want to give you anything that is less than 100% of him and that is less than 100% of the music that he's doing. He wants to make sure everything is perfect and that he knows 100% we will like it. So he said, please be patient while he is working on good music for us. 
That to me is confirmation that yes, music is coming, but it's coming when it's perfected and is done, which would be what the fourth quarter, because V needs time to shine in the third quarter. So that goes back to what the shareholders were saying. So, you know, he's a very impromptu person. When the interviewer was asking him, how do you, you know, pick your songs? And he was just like, they just come to me. And not saying that he just sits back and let people just bring up songs. He's saying that he rather have a song come together naturally than him going out searching for songs because the interviewer made it seem like John Cook has to go out search for songs and John Cook made it clear to him. He said, you know, I, I just don't go out picking songs. I just let it happen naturally. Just like, you know, um, seven did, you know, and I can respect John John Cook for that. We know from his personality that he's the type of person that he's like, huh, I think I'll cook something today. I'll have all my ingredients, so I'm just going to put this together and let Army know about it. Well, I'm going to go work out today and sing some songs while I'm working out. I'll bring Army along. Well, I'm going to play my nightlight. Make it be purple today. Okay. That's what type of person he is, you guys. He's just like in the wind. Like he just does what he feels like doing in the moment he does it. And that goes back to what I was saying in the past that when the announcement of people from BTS going into the military was made and the hiatus was made, everybody else went to work on their music right away. And what did John John Cook say? I feel that I can chill for a moment. I'm not working on anything. I'm chilling at my house with my dog, Bam. That's what I'm about to do. And he did. He was on Weverse and he was like, you know what? I'm not on Instagram. I'm going to get rid of Instagram. I don't need it. He didn't need it. The boy deleted his Instagram, 50 million people. He didn't need it. Because he was on the Weverse and he gets tens of millions of likes, millions of comments millions of 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 views every time he gets on it he does not need instagram trust me he was never on it anyways and he had 50 million likes who does that john john cook that's who so you know that's what type of person he is that's how seven came up it was impromptu and now he is working on his album and to be honest with you it's not going to come out to the fourth quarter because I guarantee you, John John Cook is going to keep doing what he's doing now, chilling. That's what he's doing right now. He is chilling. The mucus, not mucus, sorry. The music is going to come. It's going to come. He's an intuitive person. He says he listens with his gut. So if he listens with his gut, he's not going to rush anything. That's just how he is. And I respect that. Another thing about John John Cook is his love for Army. And I really, truly feel that he loves Army. Um, the couple of ways that I know he loves Army. One is he wouldn't be shirtless in the bed talking to us. Now, he know he wrong for that. He is wrong for that. He had people, I was watching people reactions on YouTube he had people just like, you know, you wrong, John John Cook. I can't think straight. I can't, I can't do my work. I can't, I can't do my homework. I can't study. I can't do anything, John John Cook, because you on that Weverse with no shirt on. Looking like a snack. That's someone else's words, not mine, by the way. You know, John John Cook is getting very comfortable with us on that Weverse. He really is. And he showed his feelings when um, he saw Love Letters. And I know you guys, especially ARMY, knows about Love Letters. Um, it's this video that was dedicated. It's a montage of BTS videos um, set in a backdrop to someone and her friend singing um, a song dedicated to BTS. Her name is Nia. And, and she had people from all over the world collab for this it's called love letters and there's two versions 
One is the version with the montage of BTS videos. And then the other one is a montage of ARMY videos, test, you know, having their testimony of what BTS means to them. And John Cook, if you notice, when he saw it, it touched him so much that he started crying. But one thing, I don't know if you caught that he played it twice. And some people thought he was playing the same video twice. I personally think he was playing both versions. The one version with the montage of BTS and the one version of the montage of the ARMY testimonies. It really touched him, you guys. And you could really feel the authenticity coming from him. He was very surprised. He was like, when did you guys do this? When did you guys do this? Did you guys know about this? I'm glad he was happy. Um, the Nia girl, however, who did this video, I did a dig, dig, I did, sorry, I did a deep dive on her. And she has done this for three years. Like, this is not her first video. I think she's made like four videos, three or four videos. The first one was three years ago, and I like that one too. The other two songs she put out, I really did like. So if you want to check out her other videos, I encourage you to do so. You'll be touched just as touched um, by her other videos with her and her friends that helped her with that as well. And also, um, congratulations to John John Cook. He set a record for a debut of three number ones. So the week of Seven's debut, they hit number one on the global 200, number one on a hot 100, and the number one on the global charts excluding the United States. Congratulations. That, that, that is a huge milestone. And right now, they've been number one for 14 consecutive days. That's crazy. 14 consecutive days. Yeah, it debuted on the 14th. Today's the 28th, and they're still number one. 14 consecutive days. Hmm. Okay, so that is it for John John Cook. I I feel that, you know, this is not going to be the last we hear of John John Cook and his Wee Versus. I've been talking about his Wee Versus for a while now <laughs> you know he's back at home he's chilling he'll work on music when he wants to you guys know how he is and speaking of 50 million you remember i was talking about the 50 million followers he has on instagram so to put it into perspective for you guys you guys know he is the number two most followed on instagram even though his instagram is deleted Yes, he is. You all know, you already know who's number one. That's Kim Taehung V from BTS. So I'm, I'm going to go over the top 10 most followed K-pop artists. And the reason why I'm putting this in BTS segment is because all seven are from BTS of the 10. All seven are from BTS. So number one is V with 60.7 million. Number two is John Cook and actually has 52 million. And his account is deleted, but he's still number two. Number three is Jimin with 50.6 million. Number four is J-Hope with 46.871 million. Number five is Sugar with 46.861 million. Number six is Jin with 46.2 million. But Sim tells me when Jin comes out, that's going to change. Mark my word, that's going to change. Because Jin was like number two going into the military number two and number three so when he comes out that number will probably go up and then number um seven is okay number six is jim with 46.2 number seven is rm with 44.8 so all top seven are from bts and then you got number eight is cha in woo from astro at 37.6 million and then jackson wang at 32.7 million and number 10 is park chan Chanyo with 24.1 million. Y'all, that's crazy. That's crazy. The top seven are all from BTS. I just wanted to put that into perspective, right? Okay, let's go on with some other members from BTS because we could talk about John John Cook and I'm turning the page in my book. Um, 
we could talk about John John Cook all day long. Like y'all know, especially Army, you know we could sit here for hours to talk about John John Cook. Let's talk about Kim Tae Young in the album. We we at first mentioned the album, um, you know, during the John Cook part of this um, segment, but the cr- music critic, his name is Kim Young Day. Um, he reported to several media outlets that fans would be surprised at B's album. And he said, quote, B's signature colors are there, but you might be surprised how he uses them. He's given more freedom and he's natural. So we all know that B's signature voice, his colors, you want to call it, is very jazzy, very soothing, very Frank Sinatra-esque, right? But according to Mr. Uh, what's his name? Kim Young Day, it's not gonna be what you think. So I'm I'm pretty, you know, excited and I am hugely anticipating the release of this album, right? I remember when he did that song Singularity. Y'all remember that? That song right there, Singularity. If y'all haven't heard it, go listen to it. I really did like that song. The third quarter is supposed to be the projected time that this album drops. And that third quarter of a year is August, September, October. That means August is next week. So any day now we can hear an announcement that promotions will start for V's new album. And as we know, V is in the studio trying to complete this album, right? So I can't wait. I cannot wait. And as we know, also know V's um, necklace, you remember I mentioned it earlier, sold out. $24,700,000 for a necklace and that necklace sold out. Who are these people? Who are these people that the necklace sold out? I guess some people look at it as an investment, especially art collectors. They're probably saying, hey, let me get this necklace because... You know, it's going to be a value because of who is the ambassador and wore this necklace. So that's the only way I could think um, of buying the necklace. You know, if I had that money just to splurge and say, look, I want that necklace that V had. But I can't even get the necklace now if I had the money because it's sold out. Good job, V. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, let's talk about sugar, right? So if you are a android person and you love the samsung galaxy you already know what event i'm going to talk about it's the unpacked event from samsung of 2023 to um, premiere the galaxy z flip 5 the flip phone from samsung did you guys know that sugar was the first person in the world to be given that phone from samsung to be given a phone from samsung of that model he sure was. They made a huge announcement. It was all over social media of him giving, of Samsung giving Sugar the first Flip 5 phone from Samsung. And of course, Sugar was very grateful, very appreciative. And um, other people were at that event too. Um, as a matter of fact, the Stray Kids were there and Ivy E's um, Wong Young was there. So there were other, you know, K-pop idols there. But as we know, Samsung is quote unquote, the golden boy um, is going to be sugar, right? So um, that's what he's been up to is we know his final D-Day concert is coming up too, starting on next Thursday through next Saturday, the 4th, 5th and 6th. Um, are his concert days. And did you guys know some some of the concert days he's performing twice that day? Sugar, you be careful. Sugar needs to be careful to make sure that he's hydrated. Look at me. Y'all know I'm a mom because I'm talking about hydration. He needs to stay hydrated, make sure he has his carbs because that is a lot to do two concerts in one day. 
Now, I've heard of plays on Broadway doing two plays in one day. And my daughter's done that when she had to do um, some events, had to do two in one day. But my goodness, two concerts in one day? And we know Sugar goes hard when he does his concerts. He goes hard. He puts his all in all in there. If y'all have that new flip phone five, he may take your phone and do a video with it. I don't know. Hey, to promote that new flip phone five, that's an idea. I'm just putting it out there for those that are in soul. If that phone is out, go get it. Let Sugar know you got it. Okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about Jimin. So, as we all know, from last week and week before, they were talking about Ryan Gosling from the show, not the show, the movie Barbie, was wearing the same shirt that Jimin wore in Permission to Dance, that black shirt that had the white tassels. And then Ryan Gosling said, you know what? Because Ken has this cold, you know, um, Jimin wore it better. Ken, talking about the character in the movie Barbie that Ryan Gosling played, he said, I'm going to, because you, you look better in it. And Ken doesn't really even play the guitar. He just acts like he does. He said, I'm going to give it to you because, you know, you deserve it. You know, you guys are the artists. I'm going to give it to you. So for the longest, we did not hear about Jimin getting the guitar. Well, guess what? As you guys know, Jimin finally made that announcement in English, um, talking about he finally got that guitar. And one thing I noticed when Jimin was doing that announcement, he kept tapping his foot. Is that a nervous tick of his? Like, if is it a nervous tick when he talks in English? Or is it just a nervous tick he does when he has to be on camera? Or is that just a nervous tick of his? Because I really never noticed it until he made that announcement on, on um, his Instagram about him receiving a guitar. Let me know, because I'm pretty sure some of you guys who are like Jimin stands and Jimin, you know, for your bias, you guys probably already know his mannerism. I'm an OT7, so I love them all, and I'm not like concentrating on just one of them. I concentrate on all of them, but I don't know if that is a nervous tick of his or when that tick happens, because I was like, he's moving his foot a lot. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go look at it. It's the latest video that he put up on his Instagram uh, um, with the guitar, talking to Ryan Gosling. So we're talking to the camera, to Ryan Gosling, so to speak. So, but I mean, I'm glad he got the guitar. I'm finally glad he got it. We know he got his guitar now, so that's good. And, um, you know, yeah, Jimmy needs that guitar. You know, I agree, Jimmy will be better off with the guitar, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> so, okay. Ariam, he's just chilling. As you guys know, he's just putting um, pictures up on his uh, Instagram and on his Insta story. He's still working out. He's still enjoying life. I still have him on Ariam. Watch the going to the military. I still do. So that has not changed. J-Hope, as we know, he's in the military. He's, you know, still doing. I still see a couple more um, Louis Vuitton ads that he's doing. So there's really not much going on with um, J-Hope. Jen, I forgot to talk about this story last week. And congratulations to Jen because he got promoted to corporal. But if you guys haven't heard the story of how Jen inadvertently saved someone's um, phone from getting stolen, I'm going to tell you what happened. So this girl was out and about and she had her phone. I don't know if she had it in the back pocket in her purse or what, but she had her phone stolen, right? And the guy who took her phone was trying to unlock her phone and he saw Jen's military picture as the screensaver and he thought that was her boyfriend and he didn't want any parts of anybody in the military come looking for him. So he gave the phone back to her. Isn't that funny, you guys? What, should we all put BTS, put Jen on our screensaver, Jen or J-Hope? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or someone in the military on our screensaver because that would stop people from taking the screen phones. I mean, um, taking our phones. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. If it was here in America, that phone would have been gone because they wouldn't have cared if the person was in the military, if the person was from, was from the CIA, if the person had on a police uniform, if the person had on a wrestling outfit on the per They don't care. These people here in America, they would take your stuff and keep going. 
So be glad that, that you're not here with Jen in the military outfit. Cause here in America, it wouldn't have made a difference. So, <laughs> but I do love the story though. Okay. That wraps up BTS news. I'm so glad we got to talk about um, BTS this week. Not much going on except for John John Cook. And I think it's going to keep continuing in this direction as each member has their promotions. It will be on that particular member while all the other members are pretty much chilling, right? You don't hear about anybody else but John John Cook because he had just finished doing seven. Uh, probably when Sugar comes out with his um, final D-Day tour um, information and, and as people start posting and streaming and he's getting prepared for that, then we'll probably hear more about Sugar than any anybody else except for John John Cook may still be on his Weverse. We already know how he does that. And then when B comes out with his album, everybody else will probably take a back seat to that. However, I forgot to tell you guys you guys know that John John Cook is going to be Sugar's next guest on um, Time to Drink with Sugar, you know, Citrata. So be on the lookout for that. Because before that, I think the one with J-Hope, J-Hope and Jen were his highest ones, um, rated ones. I think this is going to be higher than that. I predict that when John John Cook's interview with Jay um with um I predict that when John John Cook's interview with Sugar comes out that's going to be Sugar's highest viewed or most viewed Sichuata episode to date. Let's see if I'm correct on that, okay? So let's see when it comes out and then we'll rank them. But um I'm looking forward to that one as well. So okay, coming up next is the last episode is what I call K releases and K vibes which are the music videos that have been recently released and which ones I'm really vibing out to or what songs I'm really vibing out to. So stay tuned. K-Releases and K-Vibes is coming up next, our last segment of the podcast. Don't go anywhere. Okay, welcome back to the K-Pop Talk. It's time for the last segment of this podcast called K-Releases and K-Vibes. K-Releases are... Um, the music videos that have been recently released within this past week or so and K-Vibes are the music videos that I am vibing out to, right? Sometimes it could be a song without the video, but those are going to be what I'm really been vibing out to this week. Um, let's get into it, shall we? K-Releases, there are six of them. None of My Business by Itzy. Glad to see them back. Kung, which is a pre-release performance video by Zykers. And this Kung, which is K-O-O-N-G. Y'all love it. The bass synthesizer on that song. Oh my God. Out of this world. You guys got to listen to that one. Love Me a Little by Monster X's Shonu and Hangwang. You guys. Oh my God. Y'all know how I feel about anybody from Monster X, XO, and Shiny. Their vocals are going to be off the chart. This is no difference. Show new and Hong Wong go off on this song. And it's a medium paced song, but let me tell you, the vocals are so good. When Don Comes by Cold featuring Bae Kang from EXO. Sorry, Bae Kang from EXO. Oh, goodness, you guys, that song is so good. Like, don't get me wrong. Cold, I love him. But when Bae Kang comes on from EXO, and his vocals, oh my goodness, it is on and popping. He is so good, you guys. I remember, do you guys, if, if you guys don't know who Cold is, um, a couple weeks ago, I talked about him when R.E.M. was featured on the number two track on the same album, Don't Say You Love Me. So freaking good, you guys. This is no different. Like, you need to listen to his whole album. He is so good. Okay, moving on. ASAP, New Jinx. ASAP, baby. Y'all, y'all know how I feel about my New Jinx. Um, it's a cute song. I like it. Um, and did you guys know, I know um, I'm, I'm talking about New Jinx a little bit here, but did you guys know the song um, Get Up was an interlude song? And that's why it's so short. It's under a minute. I think it's like what? 36 seconds or 56 seconds is to is it's right in the middle and it connects you know it's a segue from one song to the next song so it's like in the middle of the album didn't know that 
But anyways, um, ASAP by New Jeans and Bona Bona from Treasure. Now, let me tell you about Treasure. You remember they are repackaged. You remember T5, which was five of the members, did the song called Move um, a, a couple months ago. Did very, very well. And you guys know that guy who, um, I don't know his name, you guys, but the guy who is part of, um, he's partly responsible for Baby Monsters coming together and choosing the members of Baby Monsters. This guy helped repackage Treasure. And I must say, and I have to be honest with you guys, when they were Treasure before the repackaging, I really didn't like them. That's just my opinion. That's just how I felt about them. Um, I'm not going to like every K-pop group, but I respect every K-pop group. So I did respect Treasure, you know, because they do have a following. It's They just didn't really tickle my fancy, right? Now they're sort of they're sort of tickling my fancy now. Like I really like what they're becoming, right? Um are they all the way there yet? Almost. You know, I think they could use a little bit more fine tuning, um, showing their personalities more, but their packaging is working. I will say that. And in 14 hours, they already got 6.6 .6 million views on Bona Bona. So I'm with it. I'm I'm with this new um new and improved treasure, so to speak. And what am I vibing out to this week? Well, to be honest with you, I'm vibing out to ETA from New Jeans. Like that song right there, I can't get that out of my head. That and seven from John John Cook. Um, I really do like the uh is it the night? fall version of it i think it's nightfall version i really like that one and i love the lo-fi version of um of seven as well so i've been grooving out to that vibing out to that i've been vibing out to eta what's your eta what's your eta mm -hmm. oh again don't make fun of my singer um i've been vibing out to that you guys and i like love me a little by um Shawnee and Hang Hang Hyung Wong. I love that song because, like I said, I'm a Monster X person. So I love Love Me a Little. And when Don comes, that is on repeat. Love that song, you guys. And it, it just debuted today. On I'm talking about the music video, but the album debuted like a couple months ago. So that is on repeat. So um, I really do like that. But those are the songs that I'm vibing out to this week. Um, like I said, this week has been sort of slow, you know, I, every day I'm looking, you know, trying to, you know, read all the media outlets, reading, you know, um, what is going on from the actual Korean outlets. As you guys, um, some of you guys don't know, you guys, if this is your first time tuning in, I am learning Korean. So, um, Nene Masio, which means yes, yes, that's right. And I am learning Korean. So, um, you know, so I can start reading more of the Korean social media sites. So people here in America can definitely stay in tune to what's going on in the K-pop world. Because I want to get to that point that I can just, you know, talk Korean, speak Korean, get fully immersed in the Korean culture. Because, you know, I really do love it. That's how much I love K-pop, you guys. That's how much I am dedicated to this podcast into this brand that k-pop talk because you guys know what we do here we talk about k-pop of course and that concludes my podcast you guys i really did like this podcast today you know um just i'm just vibing out with you guys um like i said if you guys want me to start doing some live um youtube um postings i will you know i i do want to get to know my community more and um, just vibe out with you guys, you know, talk about K-pop. And and if you guys want to correspond with me, please don't hesitate to DM me on my Instagram at that K-pop talk. Um, I am now on threads as well. If you want to send me a thread or if you want to um, email me is that K-pop talk at gmail.com. Again, I'll spell it out for you. T-H-A-T. K P O P 
T-A-L-K at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your correspondence. And once again, my name is Denise. Don't forget to click, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. You've been listening to that K-pop talk and you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Bye.